on this episode of History Plus True Crime Uncovered, I will talk about the crime of the century, the Grace Brown and Chester Gillette story. Disclaimer, some content in this episode may be sensitive to some listeners, so discretion is advised for those under the age of 13. One of the most shocking and scandalous events to ever take place in upstate New York happened in the Adirondacks at Big Moose Lake, a popular resort at the turn of the century, and it is still a great travel destination to this day. This is a love story with a sad ending. The murder of Grace Brown in 1906 inspired several books, plays, and movies such as Theodore Dreiser's 1925 novel, An American Tragedy, and Jennifer Donnelly's 2003 novel, A Gathering Light. The murder was analyzed and explored in two non-fiction books, both published in 1986. The film, A Place in the Sun, released in 1951, starring Montgomery Cliff, Elizabeth Taylor, and Shelley Winters, was a depiction of the events that unfolded there. Grace Brown reportedly still haunts the lake today. Grace May Brown was born on March 20th, 1886, in the village of South Odesek, New York. The middle child and daughter of a successful dairy farmer, she was given the nickname Billy because of her love for the contemporary song, Won't You Come Home, Bill Bailey. She attended grammar school in the village and became close friends with a teacher, Maud Kenyon Crum, and her husband. Breaking out of the farm life, Grace moved to Cortland, New York, to live with her married sister, Ada, and to work at the new Gillette Skirt Factory in 1904, when she was just 18 years old. It was at this factory that Grace Brown would meet Chester Gillette, who was the nephew of the owner. Originally from Montana, he had a much less stable childhood than Grace, bouncing around from place to place until he arrived in Cortland in 1905, where his uncle took him under his wing and he began working at the factory. Because of his uncle, he was able to meet people in upper-class society. Once Grace and Chester met, they began dating in secret. As a girl from a farm and a factory worker, she wasn't quite up to the standards Gillette's family wanted for him. He was considered to be a great catch in town, handsome, and from a good family. He couldn't let people know he was seeing a factory girl. The relationship soon turned romantic and sexual in nature. In the spring of 1906, Grace realized she was pregnant and told Chester. She was 20 and he was 23. At the time, unwed mothers were outcast from society, so she expected a proposal to make her an honest woman. She went back to her family home in South Odessek at this time, sending letters and begging Gillette to marry her. Chester finally wrote to her that he would take her away on a romantic outing to the Adiridocks in July, apparently promising to marry her. Because Brown packed her entire wardrobe for the trip, 
and Gillette only brought just a small suitcase. Some 21st century writers suggest that Chester promised to take Grace to a maternity home in upstate New York where she could live until the, she delivered the baby. During their journey, they registered at hotels using false names, including a night at a hotel in Utica, New York, where they left without paying. They continued by train to Tupper Lake on the second night. And on July 11th, 1906, Grace and Chester arrived at Big Moose Lake, where they were seen renting a canoe together and spent the afternoon on the lake. While Brown reportedly left her trunk at the train station, Gillette brought everything he took with him into the boat, including his suitcase, which had a tennis racket attached to it. Around early evening, it is suspected that Chester smashed Grace's head with the tennis racket and she fell into the water and drowned. She had previously told Chester in a letter that she was unable to swim. Gillette fled the scene and spent the night at the Arrowhead Hotel under another alias. Once Grace's body was found the next day, Chester gave varying explanations for what had occurred. The autopsy performed on Grace eventually revealed bruises to her head and a four-month-old fetus inside of her. Gillette was arrested in the nearby town of Inlet, New York. From Chester's rented room, authorities confiscated Grace's love letters to Gillette as evidence. District Attorney George Ward read the letters aloud to the court during the trial in the fall of 1906, and Brown's letters gained the trial national attention. In her letters, Brown pleaded with Gillette to accept responsibility for her pregnancy. In her final letter, written on July 5th, Brown looked forward to her impending trip with Gillette. She said farewell to her childhood home of South Odelsek, wishing she could confess her pregnancy to her mother. Quote, I know I shall never see any of them again. And Mama, great heavens, how do I love Mama? I don't know what I shall do without her. Sometimes I think if I could tell Mama, but I can't. She has trouble enough as it is, and I couldn't break her heart like that. If I come back dead, perhaps if she does not know, she won't be angry with me." End quote. Now you've heard all of the backstory in relation to both people involved in this crime. Now I'm going to speak about the trial and the conviction. Newspapers across upstate New York and beyond covered the event and subsequent trial. While Gillette maintained his innocence, his trial at the courthouse in Herkimer was the most sensational ever held in that area, with hundreds coming to witness. Famous newsmen of the day like Bat Masterson came from New York City. During the trial, the defense claimed that Brown had jumped into the lake committing suicide. They pointed to letters Brown had written to Gillette. They asserted that when Gillette stood up to save her, the boat capsized. The DA insisted Gillette had hit her over the head with the tennis racket and he did nothing to save her when she succumbed to the lake. 
on December 5th, 1906, so just a few short months after the murder, after nearly five hours of deliberation, the jury found Gillette guilty of murder in the first degree, and he was sentenced to death by electric chair. He was reportedly calm and even smiling when his sentence was handed down. Gillette was transferred from the Herkimer County Jail to the Auburn Prison, now Auburn Correctional Facility, where he was executed on March 30, 1908. As his last day on earth was nearing closer, Gillette reportedly confessed to the murder to his spiritual advisors at the prison, who never revealed the exact details. Chester's body was moved to nearby Seoul Cemetery, where it was buried in an unmarked grave. According to celebrity grave enthusiasts, the plot had a road paved over it, and the exact location of the grave is now unknown. Many continue to be fascinated by this incredible story. What was once the Herkimer County Jail still stands today, as well as the courthouse, which is property of the Herkimer County government and is currently headquarters for the Sheriff's Department. Tours of the area are given by the Herkimer County Historical Society. And finally, sightings of the ghost of Grace Brown have been continually reported over the years around Big Moose Lake. There have been many films and TV shows that depict these hauntings.